Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. Just an update from the last episode when I shared that I was trying to figure out whether my episode uploads will happen on a weekly basis, as was the original plan, or on a bi-weekly basis. I decided that it is honestly just most feasible for me to do this bi-weekly. So that is the plan. If you have not connected with me on my social, then follow me at Sarah Jung with two S and two J and for the podcast at Capture the Thoughts underscore. Anyway, I have to say, I cannot believe that basically 2022 is over. As always, time is flying, is it not? Can I just say, though, no one has ever prepared me for this rate of acceleration in life that happens the older you get. <laughs> like there were obviously a ton of things not taught to me growing up, but this one truly hit me the hardest when I became an adult. But in general, like many of us, I do not take well the concept of time passing by fast. Like if anything, I even get a little bit morbid. And especially on my birthdays now, I get thoughts like, oh my gosh, I am one year closer to death. <laughs> and it's not like I'm necessarily incorrect. It's just, you know, that's not a conventional thought. <laughs> but yeah, sometimes I don't understand why my mind takes such a normal thought like time passing by fast and pushes it into the extreme, like morbidity. But happy almost 2023 to everybody. We better get used to saying that now, 2023. All right, so let's actually get into the episode. Whether you are a Britney fan or not, um, as per the title of this episode, yeah, it was one of her hit songs way back. I hope that you leave this episode with some sort of a takeaway or just be able to relate to it because I'm going to be talking about a topic that I think everyone will resonate with in their past life or their current life. And that topic is this concept called liminal space. L-I-M-I-N-A-L. Maybe you've never heard of the term before. You probably didn't, and that's totally fine because it's not a term that we throw around in our everyday lives. And I only happened to learn about this term from some casual conversation I had a few years ago. Um, it was like a friend. He was telling me he was studying it in seminary, but it was a bit cathartic to learn about this term because it captured a concept that I didn't have words for all my life. And yet it illustrated perfectly so many moments in my past and present life that I was confused by. So liminal space to define it is basically a literal or a metaphorical place that a person is in. So in short, a transitioning period. And obviously, we have all gone through transitions in our lives. Those transitions could be trivial and short or meaningful and long. And one example could be uh, being a teenager and becoming an adult. From having been in your ugly phase all your life <laughs> to entering a pretty phase, right? That's another one. From being in education all your life as a teacher to entering corporate as an account executive. From being a completely autonomous and independent woman to becoming a mom and losing all sense of freedom. I don't know. Maybe that is true. Maybe that's not true for all moms, but that's what I think happens. Anyway, whatever example of transition applies to you, before you got to the other side, you were in the middle 
right? That junction where you're not on one side or the other, but smack down in the middle. It's like a metaphorical purgatory. And that smack in the middle location might make you feel unsteady or unsure about what behaviors or, I don't know, actions or words are expected from you, right? So let me share my current example to further this thought. And this is where the Britney song reference comes in. She sings a song called I'm Not a Girl, Not Yet a Woman, released 2001. When I sang that song (laughs) for the first time, like when I was 11, obviously the lyrics were totally relevant. Obviously, kidding. When I was carrying myself, well, carrying myself, karaokeing myself out in my room in front of the mirror, making a music video to the song, I wasn't thinking philosophically about my life, but... When I was ruminating on this topic of liminal space to prepare for this episode, the first thought that entered my mind was literally this song. Because what do you know? In 2001, Britney was singing about being in a liminal space herself. She probably didn't write the song, but whatever. In the chorus, at one point, she goes, All I need is time, a moment that is mine, while I am in between. And she probably is talking about you know, this in-between space of not being a girl or a woman. And she wants to take her time to figure it out, right? And I relate to that so hard. In my period of life right now as a 27-year-old, almost 28, because, okay, medically speaking, I became a woman when I got my period at age 11, or culturally speaking, I became a woman when I turned 18. But have I truly? And you know what? I can't answer that question. I genuinely can't. Should I be able to answer that question with a straight yes or a no? Probably. But I don't know because by pure dictionary definition of a woman, which literally, what even is it? Not in the sense of like a non-man, but what characteristics besides getting your period turns you into woman? No one told me. But you know what I do recall? I remember when I got my period, my dad told me, Sarah, now you're a woman. And I remember that comment making me feel so like incorrect because in my mind, a woman was a term for like 40-year-old ajumas in their premenopausal years. You know, like they've given up on their looks a while back. They have messed up toes, you know, they're taking joint supplements. And I was like, ew, I'm not that. (laughs) But especially like around the time I graduated from college. Okay, so that's when I began to think more intentionally in trying to figure out what being a woman meant. And I think timely it makes sense because at that age, you know, you fe- you start to really feel this whole pressure of adulting. And it, that was definitely like catching up with me. Um, But it was hard because I thought like, this would be handed down to me on a silver platter. Like looking back, I was low-key expecting someone to initiate a sit-down conversation with me. And tell me, okay, Sarah, when you become a woman, this becomes your new persona. Like this is the level of maturity you should have. These are the social skills you should have. And today, I'll just say, I know I'm not a girl, but... I really don't feel like a woman either. So I don't feel like a girl because, I mean, age-wise, that would be silly. 
you know, to refer to myself as a girl. I'm out of college. I have a job. I provide for myself. A girl doesn't do that kind of stuff, you know, unless you're in a situation. But do I feel any more like a woman? Not completely, because I feel like I was a girl. Like yesterday, <laughs> like m that memory of attempting back handspring for the first time in my life after being inspired by Bring It On, you know, while I was in Ohio is like still really fresh in my mind. And geez, when I refer to myself as a woman, I feel this pressure to be like, oh, like have everything figured out and be married with kids. <laughs> but while I am in this bit of a confused state, it is not necessarily a miserable place for me to be in because in this transitional period, I'm learning a lot about myself. Even just this past week, a lot of revelations have been firecracking in my head. Um, that is definitely not a word. I realized that while I am sometimes frustrated about being in this liminal space between being a girl and a woman, I am also really comfortable here. Um, I get frustrated because there's an internal psychological warfare, okay, between I'm a child, I can do whatever I want, I'm free to, I'm an adult. If I make a mistake and shit goes down, I go down. And then I'm guilty when I'm in my child state because I feel like I should be more responsible, be more productive, be more mature. Then I'm guilty when I'm in my adult state because I feel like I'm robbing myself of fun and play and not letting myself be carefree enough. Even with that frustration though, I am comfortable and cozy at the same time because not knowing exactly where I am gives me an excuse to be either one based on whichever role is more convenient. Like if I make a mistake and I have thoughts like, Sarah, you should have known better. How could you have not seen this coming? I could respond by saying, hey, I'm still a child and I'm learning. And if my parents and I are ever arguing about how much say I have in my argument with them, you know, I pull out this card. Hey, I'm an adult. You respect me too. At the end of it all, here's what I decided to do to bring some sense of a closure to this internal conflict I've been having over the past few years of my life, unsure of my expectations as a child adult. I want to call out what is beautiful from my child self and what is beautiful from my adult self. I want to remain a child in the sense of having a pure heart because I think the more of life we experience, the more tainted our view of this world than people get. And, you know, that's not a big surprise. It isn't, you know, but because like as you go through more of life, more people do you dirty and you gradually start to wake up to a cynical world and your thought patterns become darker and more cynical. And okay, just on a side note, <laughs> so many funny jokes come out of like comedians going through these moments. But in all seriousness, your worldview becomes so negative, right? At the same time, in that same scenario, I want to be like an adult in the sense of being wise because it is true that this world is scary. People are unpleasant. So you can't survive being naive either. You have to use your discernment when handling dilemmas and working through hardships. You have to be strategic about not seeing everyone as best friends who have the best intentions, but know who to keep at bay and know who to keep close to you. So yeah, I want to juggle both the childlike and the adult-like in a situation like that. And 
just wake up every day, see people in the most positive light, find the best thing in the worst people, but know and how, yeah, know when and how to distance from or set boundaries with people who are unhealthy. I'm sure you can think of ways to do that with your own life situations too. Finding the beauty in the place where you're departing and the place that you're entering. Because after all, transitions usually happen on a spectrum basis, not a leap. Being in a transition period might make you feel insecure because you're not fully in one side or the other, one role or the other, one identity or the other. And that uncertainty might make you feel bad about yourself because you're not able to clearly dictate where you are. But I want to challenge you to be okay being in that liminal space and to go deeper, you know, consider this season of being in between as a sacred opportunity to learn how to hold your head up high when you don't have everything figured out. Practice that, you know, and trust me, this is hard. Um, I'm a such a perfectionist that when I have to answer, I don't know to people on literally anything, I sometimes feel terrible about myself. I make it a big deal for no reason. <laughs> um, like, I'm not even kidding. When I have nothing else to offer, but I don't know, inside, I'm wagging my finger at my own self like, you stupid girl. <laughs> but hey, I'm working on embracing, not knowing everything all the time. Anyway, in closing, if you are in an in-between space right now, don't put yourself down. Hold your head up high and yeah, like put in your own effort to figure things out for yourself, but no need to let yourself feel any less worthy because you're not able to define precisely where you are and who you are in the moment. Because one day, for sure, you will figure that out. And, you know, you will want your former transitional self to have been just as loved, just as embraced. So that is my challenge for you. And it is a challenge for you as much as it is for me. I mean, the other way around. <laughs> it is just as a challenge for me as it is for you. I'm working on it myself with so many areas of my life. Um, transitions are happening all the time. And yeah, I think the earlier we learn this lesson and practice accepting ourselves, even in these uncertain periods of our lives, the healthier sense of self that we could have in the long run, right? Anyway, so um, until next time, which will probably be in about two weeks, um, as long as I'm consistent with the pace, keep thinking, keep reflecting, and keep capturing your thoughts. Bye!